0: Hey guys, and welcome to episode 61, part 2. I'm here to introduce the show. Uh, like I said, we split it up last week, so if you missed the first part, definitely check out episode 61, part 1. So this is a pop culture portion only, so if you want to check out Swotor or Star Wars from this week, uh, check out episode 1, and we'll be back in a few days with uh, episode 62. Thanks for tuning in. I can't imagine any kind of future where I'm a hero. Well, you're not. In the future, none of you heroes,
1: you're legends.
0: So we just we just watched the latest episode of Legends of Tomorrow last night.
1: Yeah, the last one I watched was um, so good so good. I forget which one was first, the one with Jonah Hex or the one where they go to, oh no it had to be Jonah Hex was more recent than the one where they go to Nanda Parbat to get Right, because right?
0: What'd they go to Nanda Parbat for?
1: To get uh, White Canary
0: yeah, that was and then they went and then they went to the Old West. Then yeah, they went I, to Jonah really, Hex. Yeah, then, I
1: really loved how they introduced Jonah Hex and you get a little bit more fleshed out yeah. backstory to Rip Hunter.
0: Those yeah, those were some cool episodes. Yeah, it was, was I think there was two with Jonah Hex, two episodes, right?
1: Okay. Uh I just saw the one.
0: Pretty sure there's the there next one no has one. him too. Okay.
1: Then uh, I'm I'm I still have two I think okay. I need to watch.
0: Yeah, we just um when you get to where I'm at. So we have to at the right in the beginning of summer, when all these shows in, we got to do a thing because yeah,
1: because I mean, as you'll see coming up here in news, we have a, a, quite a bit of Ber- versus news. Yeah, but uh, I still have, I think, two legends to watch. I still have uh, Canary Cry to watch. Was that Arrow?
0: Oh, and don't get me
1: started. On that I one. still have. Uh, I just watched. I uh,
0: literally cried last night watching the latest episode of Arrow.
1: Yeah, I still have. Uh, I watched uh, like literally uh, the Flash versus Zoom. And so now yeah. i have got to watch Back to Normal, which is the most recent episode. And Kevin Smith is coming up. Yeah, that's next week, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, I think it's this week. I think it's today. Oh, is it today? I think it's okay. today. Tuesday is when that airs. And then right. Wednesday Supergirl
1: is... Supergirl was last night. Oh, no, Supergirl's finale. Supergirl's
0: done. I think they're done.
1: Yeah, I think I, ha- I still have the finale to watch. Yeah, I'm 15 episodes behind. Okay. It's gotten really good. No,
0: I know. I might have to watch it by myself if, if, but Kate actually kind of likes it, but we. Especially
1: you so you've, you've got to watch the, the world's finance, which is a crossover with the flash. Yeah. Really we, well known.
0: We have a lot of episodes to catch up on, but we're, this time of year when we're so busy, what we do is we will finish a show. Like we have like four or five blind spots to catch up on. I'm like, like six behind the blind spots, but right now we're watching Orphan Black. I'm, cause we're, we're current on Orphan Black. And we're about to watch it? Game of Thrones uh episode two probably tomorrow. So
1: how good is War from Black? Oh, it's so good. I'm still halfway through season three. So good. Summer. Okay. I'm catching up everything on Summer.
0: You say that, but okay, so let's get to some news. So we have <laughs> we have but he tried to throw some at me. We have a couple of Prince things. Um, I, so sad, I know I know we talked about it. Though. we talked
1: about it on real reviews,
0: yeah, um, so and in the wake of of prince's death, of course, we have a couple of things will Smith said he smoked, smoked he spoke to um Prince the night before he died.
1: Oh, that's I mean, it's good for him. Which but. is good
0: because you know there's a lot of folks, including Kevin Smith, that regret didn't catch up with him before mm-hmm. he died. That kind of thing. Um, yeah,
1: Kevin Smith had a great little soliloquy about. Yeah, Reese I on, love that
0: story. Uh, I've heard that story before, and he redid it.
1: Yeah, and he redid it, and you kind of see, hear that he's um, a little he regrets it, a little regretful about it. But then he told a, a new story, which is very cool.
0: And I listen to a lot of his stuff, and so like. You know, on every podcast, he's he's mentioned that he regrets saying those, like turning right. his experience with Prince into an anecdote. Yes. Um,
1: but it's a good anecdote. But it's, it's <laughs>
0: and it's you know what that's all. Life Thirteen ex- years. Aw- that's ago. all that
1: life's experiences are are yeah. a collection of anecdotes. Exactly. Um.
0: So Kevin Smith. uh Speaking of, he uh does talk about it on a lot of his re- most recent podcasts. Um, most notably, he talks about it on Smodcast where. He basically the first part of that latest episode of Smodcast is him replaying the anecdote where he talks where he Oh from he, the Q and A. From the Q and A, he does that, and then he talks to um Mark Bernardin about I love Mark Bernardin. I know me too. And they do this whole thing. They do basically an hour of him talking about um uh them talking about Prince and his influence on pop culture and everything. It's
1: really good. Yeah, I forget which one was it from uh Three evening or evening harder? Yeah, it was an evening. One of the in evenings with Kevin Yeah, Smith. I think it was evening Link, harder. Or yeah, I, think I have one of them one. up there. Yeah.
0: Um but anyway, long and the short of it is he actually filmed a documentary of Prince. Um, well, he filmed
1: hours and hours of footage. Hours of footage for a documentary. Did not that, ever
0: cut it. <laughs> that will probably never come to light, but um but that's out there, and if you're into Kevin Smith, you've already heard that story. Um So yeah, man, that's it's super sad, but at the same time it's kind of the one thing about Big deaths like this is
1: that after the fact, you get how you get the community to react.
0: Everybody comes together talking about, and nobody's like, Oh, that guy was a jerk. It's like, you know what? He was Prince and yeah. he did all these things. And this is my story with Prince. This is my story with Prince. This is, you know, and I think that's really cool. You know,
1: one of the really interesting things that I've heard in the wake of, of Prince dying, um, was a story that I had never heard before. And I mean, I mentioned this, I think on real reviews that the first album I ever heard all the way through from beginning to end, was 1993. Okay. 1999 in 1983. Right. Um, and, uh, but a story I'd never heard is when he was up and coming, and, like, nobody knew who he was, he got invited up on stage by James Brown. Right. And this is James Brown. I mean, entertainer of entertainers. I mean, the godfather of soul. And um, Prince... Basically ignores James Brown, grabs a guitar, which evidently he had never played before. Oh really? And shreds. Oh, that's crazy. And takes control of the stage. And he was like nineteen or Super eighteen. Young. And I'm mm-hmm. like, it's insane how good this guy was at I mean, he played like every instrument of uh, yeah. possible. And he played all the instruments on his albums too, yeah. which is cool. Yeah. And except the, for when he was touring with right. uh the the uh new generation. The other uh, the other thing at um, the time
0: to mention about this is that um he did nothing but record and so we're all gonna get the so we're gonna get prince albums oh
1: it's like when when tupac, for for the next and there years. Was tupac albums for like <laughs> 10 years afterwards
0: it's it's crazy how that works you know um hopefully right.
1: we don't find out that prince changes name to machiavelli or no, anything no
0: no let's not get crazy um so let's i <laughs> oh, love that album oh the
1: machiavelli album oh, so good it's pretty good so good Anyway, moving on. I miss Tupac. I'm, I'm still a little partial always on me, but. Oh, that's good too. Yeah, I bet none of my listeners knew I could pull P- Tupac album titles mm-hmm. out of my
0: ass. Well, look here and here we are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right. So Beetlejuice, uh, that's going to be themed restaurant is coming to New York.
1: Here's my, question. I love Beetlejuice. Okay.
0: Can I ask you a question? Yes. About this? Because I don't know if you've heard about this or not. So they're going to do Beetlejuice themed restaurants.
1: Well, because they, they're doing, there's a Beetlejuice sequel in the works.
0: Sure, there is. Here's my, thing. here's my thing. We've talked about it. I know. Here's the thing. I, and I expressed my reservations for the Beetlejuice reboot or sequel or whatever it is. Right. It's one of those things where it's like that conversation we had about, um, who framed Roger Rabbit. Right. It's like, okay, that was 20 years ago, however long ago everybody's forgotten. Nobody who knows what Beetlejuice is. What child? Right now knows who Beetlejuice is. You know what I'm saying? I can I can and that. but this restaurant obviously is not for them. No, it's for us. And this restaurant will be for us, and we'd we'll be like, oh my god, it's Beetlejuice. And, and we'll we go us
1: taking our kids.
0: And we'll take our kids and they'll be terrified because this restaurant looks terrifying. But um I don't know, man. I I get theme restaurants are or could be cool. The drinks look awesome. Like and I and I think it'd be fun, but I just it's like uh you listen to Last Babylon, they're talking about those. Reboots of like Dennis the Menace and stuff like that, and
1: it's like there's differences though.
0: <sighs> what if they did a Dennis the Menace restaurant?
1: Okay, that's a totally was, different. I thing. was just being a jerk. Yeah, okay, so okay, go with, ahead. Like with Beetlejuice, this is a property that people have been clamoring for a sequel for for twenty some odd years. Right. Whereas Dennis the Menace, it's an old TV show that was turned into a movie and a TV show again. It, they've already rebooted it multiple times. Right. And then they're just trying it again. I got you. Um, it's I, it's still, it's a little bit different.
0: I, of course it is. I was, I was being.
1: Yeah, you're being a dick. I was,
0: well, then I don't have to cut that. <laughs> but anyway, what I was saying is, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting. We'll see how it goes. Uh, yeah, yeah I mean, I mean theme, you remember
1: playing Hollywood? Yeah. Theme restaurants are hit or miss regardless.
0: <laughs> and I remember playing Hollywood and Arnold Schwarzenegger started that, didn't he? Uh, or Schwarzenegger,
1: Neger, Bruce Willis and Stallone, uh, right? Stallone, yeah. and... Not Van Dam, mm, but somebody else. It was
0: someone else. Anyway, um
1: and those are all gone. Are they
0: not? Are there
1: any more left? Uh, there's still one in, we have the Planet Hollywood casino and everything in oh, okay. Vegas. Alright. Well So they're still there, but they're not as widespread as they once were. Yeah. Well,
0: that was that definitely their breaking point with those.
1: Yeah, well I mean they I mean it was all in the heyday of hard rock and mm. and and everything like that. And you had Planet Hollywood, you had Rainforest Cafe, you had all these different themed right, right. sort of things. So
0: and a lot of those are still at downtown Disney. <laughs>
1: yep.
0: Which is fine.
1: Uh, but like, we don't always go into ESPN zone.
0: We always go into ESPN zone. So.
1: And like, we're not going to be frequenting the Moss Cantina.
0: Oh, that's, well, if, if they serve booze, I'd be there more often, but.
1: Should we get to convention news? Convention? Since,
0: since I kind of went off the, on a tangent there. A little bit. Um, so a couple things. Um, I also want to say, um, that if you are interested in the latest in uh, you know convention stuff, definitely check out SDCC Undercover Blog, um, unofficial blog, unofficial blog, and uh, and Crazy for Comic Con, Tony Kim. Um, they and, you know, especially with three months to go.
1: Yeah, it's coming down to the nitty. I mean, it's it's weird to say it. Yeah. But if you're planning to go, it's getting down to the nitty gritty, no, getting no. all your ducks in a
0: row. Uh We only have one thing left.
1: Yeah, we were talking about it today over dinner. Is that yeah. we've already gotten our tickets, we've already gotten our hotel booked, we've uh, we're basically just down to getting our airfare and planning our our right. trip to the airport.
0: And we should be getting our tickets in the mail soon. You get the email about checking your making sure your address was right, right? Yes. Okay. So, and that's really important. If you, I think that. Cut-off is coming up in the next couple days, maybe by the time you hear this. So if you purchase tickets for Comic-Con and make sure your address is correct, they'll be sending you your badges soon, okay, in the next couple weeks. The other thing is a couple big announcements. One, Fox has decided they're not coming to Hall H this year. This is big. Now, there's a couple of rumors about it, but... The, really the bottom line. Okay, was
1: it that they're, cause the, sorry to interrupt here. The article I read, well, the headline that I read, said they're not coming to Comic-Con. Is it they're not coming to Comic-Con or they're not, just not coming to hall H
0: They're not coming, they're not doing their big Hall-Age thing. And okay. the Fox, of course, will still be doing their, um, their tv shows and stuff like that right, right but
1: the big thing with this is they're every, not
0: doing their big movie hall h right well the thing.
1: thing is one of the big movies they have coming out this year is assassin's creed right does that mean they're not doing their assassin's creed oh obstacle i course? No, no 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 i have no doubt
0: they're doing the op- the obstacle course i'm okay. hoping that they do because i actually want to do that again this year um i didn't do it last year and i re- kind of regret it i really want to do it um so according to the rap uh according to the rap the studio feels it cannot prevent the piracy of custom trailers and exclusive footage routinely screened for fans and audience. So the update to this is Comic-Con In- International came out and the rumor is like, the rumor was, okay, they're not coming because they can't prevent people from, you know... Uh, right from filming pirating and putting it out on the internet stuff right. that that's exclusive to comic-con it, it's it's
1: the, the same thing we got last year with suicide squad and civil war when the, in Deadpool when they were releasing stuff
0: and it's such a bummer because in my opinion if you pay to go to comic-con and you fight the lines and you're in there that's an exclusive thing and that should be something that you should be able to experience without worrying about that experience going away the next year if you wait in the same lines and do all the same things, right? You're not going right. to get in there and, and they're not going to show you any footage because they're afraid you're going to film it because some chucklehead is going to do it no matter what. Right. And somebody's going to want to put it on their blog because everybody's everybody, you know, everybody's press these days, which is why we couldn't get press. It's like, you know, we never mind. I don't want to get into that rant, but next year. Yeah. So there was an update to this and it says, "Does any, and this is from Comic Con International. Um, as any fan of Comic-Con knows, there's a great many things that go into making a great panel presentation. For television networks and movie studios, sometimes that includes exclusive footage. And while we have been very diligent in trying to prevent footage from being leaked, the truth is today's technology makes any guarantee difficult. We're working with our friends at the different studios and networks in hopes of finding a remedy that will be beneficial to them, us, and most importantly, the fans who make Comic-Con the best uh, convention of its kind in the world. So, Although they're not coming out and saying this is why, this is probably why. Um, right. So while privacy, and this is uh, on the unofficial blog site, this is what they're saying. While privacy may be the unofficial word given for this year's absence from 20th Century Fox, it's important to note that there are many other factors that play in this decision. Beyond Assassin's Creed, which debuts in December, Fox may have decided they didn't have enough to fill the programming spot. So that's the other thing. You know, They do have Assassin's Creed, but they don't have a whole heck of a lot else. That could fill in that whole time slot. So that's the other conjecture, right?
1: Yes, I completely agree. Um, sorry to go back just a little bit. The last day to change your address was April 27th. Ooh. For Comic Con. And, um, it actually goes to the buyer. Um, so it would have been, it's probably getting shipped to you. Oh, because I bought them. Right. It was bought under your account. No Um, worries. But my address was changed already, so it's fine. Okay. And it says that all badges will be shipped at least three to four weeks prior to the July 20th. So it's probably not going to get shipped till the middle to end of June.
0: Okay. Got it. So I was a little off there, but, right. um, but, but question. it's coming, which is good. I'm excited.
1: Yeah. I, I can't wait.
0: All right. Last thing for convention stuff I wanted to cover. And there's other convention stuff. Look, definitely check out those sites we talked about before. Right. Um, I, you know, we have so much pop culture to cover this week. I don't want to, I don't want to go crazy with this, but Batman the killing joke. Is gonna premiere at Comic Con. Okay, we
1: have gotta get into that panel. And I don't know how we're gonna get in this panel.
0: Especially if it's in I don't know what did they say what ballroom what room it's in?
1: I'm guessing it's gonna be an in indigo.
0: I hope it's an in indigo, because that's doable. It says one of the most acclaimed Batman stories is going to be re, uh released as a rated R a- animated adaptation. Um and it's going to Oh. It says World premiere at Comic Con International in San Diego, most likely at preview night. Oh. W- interesting. But where?
1: They could do it at all age.
0: It must be on the floor. We don't have preview night tickets. That's a bummer. That is a bummer. You want to see the trailer?
1: Absolutely. Amazing. It's amazing.
0: like a minute. So good. <laughs> that
1: trailer is ridiculous. Is that what you're saying? Uh, it is really good. But the two no things thing? is one, Mark Hamill is the epitome of the Joker. He's so good, dude. Um, So good. I mean, it's not too often you get somebody that can make their that can stamp their mark on two major franchises, right? Um,
0: But he is the Joker, dude. He is
1: the Joker. I mean, over Heath Ledger. Oh, for sure. Over (laughs) Jack Nicholson. Yeah.
0: Oh, he's. I mean, most likely over
1: Jared Leto. He's. I mean, he's it.
0: Yeah. So good.
1: Um. But the second thing is, this is the the one where uh, Barbara Gordon gets killed, right? Or gets shot and paralyzed. Yeah. And you see the gun, which is straight out of the comic. I'm like, oh man,
0: it's so good, man. And there's this whole sequence where um, Commissioner Gordon is being put through the ringer, like being thought. You know, there's this moment where he thinks he's going crazy, and you see that he's going through the car, and he's all, oh, it's nuts. The comic is absolutely nuts, dude. You have you got to read it. You got to read
1: what it. What I'm really curious about what they're gonna do is remember we talked a few months ago when. Um, uh, I believe it was, uh, uh, Batgirl 48, mm-hmm. uh, got released, and, uh, you found out that a whole bunch of Barbara Gordon's memories were being implanted by the, mm-hmm. by the mind, something. We
0: were talking about that. Um,
1: yeah, and I'm wondering how that's going to affect the way
0: they present it in this. We were just talking about because this wasn't going to be canon because of that, right? Well, we
1: don't know. Right. Because actually, in that, it said a DC Universe feature Animated feature or something, I'm like, right? W- I I don't know. <sighs>
0: anyway, I'm pretty. i so many questions, but the cool
1: thing is, is like, can't I was, wait for that movie. I was never a huge DC person, right? right? I mean, I was never a huge Marvel person either, but I mean, because I and I'll be perfectly honest, when I first saw Iron Man, the main reason I went to see Iron Man was because I love Robert Downey Jr. and I love John Favreau, right? And John Favreau directed it, but because that was the one that like sunk its hooks into me, I of course went all. You know, hog in on, uh, well, exactly. on Marvel. But now that I've, the Berlantiverse and everything, I'm really buying into DC and I really, there's, cause there's so many more conflicted, deep, dark characters. Well,
0: and, and I love Marvel because of the, um, especially if we're talking about the movies and the TV shows, uh, you know, as dark as, for example, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. can be at moments, um, it's much lighter than, let's say, you know, than, any of the stuff on DC's side for the most part. Um not I'm not really talking about the T V. Really what I'm talking about is the last couple of movies. You know, we right. have we have Man of Steel and we have uh um uh, Batman v Superman.
1: Right. What I really love about um what I'm beginning to because again I haven't really delved too deep into it. But all the movies was what I was trying to say, all the movies on Marvel side are pretty right.
0: light for the most part.
1: Right. Um but what I'm really starting to love about D C is that with Marvel Almost everybody is special in some way. Right. Right. They're either a mutant or they've got superpowers or they've been bit by a radioactive spider. I mean, very rarely do you have somebody who doesn't have a super ability, right? I mean, you have an Iron Man, you know, maybe even Black Panther who, but see, even he's channeling extra power. Yeah. You know, you have very few that are just able to do it, right? Whereas in DC, they're so filled with flawed characters that are just trying to do right. Right. Like Green Arrow. Like Batman. Like and it's like very I mean, you have your ones that still have superpowers like Batman, Wonder Woman. It's just because they're you know they're aliens or whatever, but it's what they are. It's not like that they're special. It's Right. It's really kinda hard to explain, but I, I I see what you're saying. Yeah, I just I that's what I love about I mean, you have your metahumans too, which are great, but it's also they're flawed.
0: Right. Which is great.
1: Well, and and it goes to
0: the you know this. You know, like we were talking about months ago. You know this notion of uh of the antihero. You know, yeah. and it's like, you know, and 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 on on the Marvel side, and and what I said kind of doesn't carry much weight because on the Marvel side, I'm a what, five episodes into Daredevil. <sighs> Let me just tell and you. And
1: you're starting to get that more with, you, with like the Punisher and. With, I mean,
0: and you have those Marvel characters that are, you know, that have those issues and. and
1: unfortunately, they're just relegating them to Netflix.
0: But that's the problem. I love Jessica Jones and I love Daredevil and I love they're the Punisher.
1: And they would be brilliant to be brought into the bigger. But
0: universe. the reason that we like them and because you're saying that and the flaws, we all have flaws. So this idea, and this is what I teach my students too when we're talking about anti heroes, why are we drawn towards. Um, you know, reality TV and comic book heroes that are doing these bad things is because you know they're making decisions. We don't know if we would make that decision, but at the same time, we're we're at this point to where it's like we're all faced with these moral dilemmas, and how you handle it is you might make a mistake. Yep. And when you see someone on the big screen and someone that you have an a an attraction to, attraction to is not the right word, but um, identify identify with or connection with. Um, making those decisions like, oh, I would have done that. Oh, that didn't end well. You know what I mean? And, and that's, I think that's why we're drawn to these things, man, which is why I'm so, we're living at the right time. And I know I've said this before, we're living at the time where we can see these anti heroes and heroes on this, on the big screen, yep. you know, and on the small screen. And, um, like I said, we were just watching, uh, we were watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., not Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, DC's The Legend of Tomorrow last night. And, a couple of things in there were just like, what? Why would you do that? Why? You- that's the dumbest decision ever. But it's like, well, I can see why they would make that decision. It is a dumb decision, but it's like, how many of us have made dumb decisions? Exactly. Um, all of us almost every other day, you know? Yep. So anyway, that's a side tangent, but I'm with you, man. I am with you. All right. We're right? Right. Right. Here
1: we are. Oh. yeah. You, you it's like
0: we took a break or something and now we're back. <laughs> um, Live podcasting
1: There is uh, quite a bit of vs news Just because we're coming up on the end of all the seasons Yeah, so
0: it looks like the synopsis for Kevin Smith's episode has come out And it's called The Runaway Dinosaur And I, Interesting. I, I actually thought he was doing a different episode And I thought it was the one that was coming on last week And it turns out it's it's not so, Well, you know,
1: I still think his is next week Because I think the one tonight is Rupture
0: Okay, I think you might be right there and the internet's going slow now because we're both upload uh, updating Swator. All right so um basically the synopsis is oh it's May 10th you're right it is next week which titled the running dinosaur uh, features geek icon Kevin Smith as director and it says with Barry gone the team must figure out a way to handle the return of an old em- uh, enemy uh Gerder guest star Greg Finley hmm I don't know who Gerder is. Not remembering. Anyway, realizing Gerder is retracting his steps from the last attack, Iris volunteers to act as bait to trap him at Star Labs. Meanwhile, Barry fights to return to his old life. Pretty cool. Anyway, I'm excited about this episode just because I've heard nothing about him talk about this for the last, like, couple of months. (laughs) So I can't wait to see the episode. Apparently, there's a scene in this episode that is out of one of his old movies, Uh That's the, that's the headline of the article. And what's funny about this is why wouldn't there be? You know what I mean?
1: Oh, this is the girder.
0: He's the one that basically turns into steel. Oh, right. The guy who turns into steel. Totally. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, so it says, During a roundtable interview with reporters yesterday, the Flash executive producer Andrew Kreisberg revealed Kevin Smith's forthcoming episode of the series will have more in common with his films than just the appearance of Jason Mewes, which we have talked about. And it says there's... Twice one he plays it oh, yeah in, Yeah, right. It says, There's one scene that is literally a scene out of of Kevin Smith movie, Kreisberg said, uh, following a screening of tonight's episode. So that is pretty cool. Uh, basically... Uh, <laughs> he didn't elaborate which one, but most likely likely scenario. This is from comicbook.com says sitting around a table talking about pop culture moments, or maybe a character crashing his head through a wall and scaring people on the other side like mall rats.
1: Yeah, I, I think it would be really funny to see. I mean, especially since I mean, as we we just heard that the it's not going to be Barry centered. Centered? No, it's not. It'd be kind of cool to see somebody like you know Cisco, right? And he's trying to do something, or even you know, since Barry's. Back from, uh, from the past, and now, um, the guy with the gloves and had the ear things. He's now good. Right. Okay. And he's back, and now well, good.
0: If you, if I don't know how current you are with Flash, but
1: well, I'm one episode behind.
0: Okay, so, mm, well,
1: or I, better two.
0: Not, I better not say that then. Uh, <clears throat> but it's interesting to me because of what's going on with where I'm at with Flash, and what I've heard Kevin Smith talk about. It makes me, so this next episode makes sense. Okay. I got it. Okay. It's, that was a side note. Okay. Jessica Jones, Peabody Award. Boom.
1: Okay. Peabody Award is a big deal. I mean, it's not one of those awards you tend to, um, hear about, right? I mean, it's not the Pulitzer. It's not an Emmy or whatever. Right. But the Peabody Award is basically for excellence in television. It's not for best whatever. It's ex, it's, it's done by the Peabody, I think the Peabody Society. Okay. And it's for actual ex- technical excellence in television. Wow. So if you get a Peabody award, it's pretty big deal. And I mean, usually like newscasters, when they win Peabody awards, it's not three time Emmy award winning newscaster. It's like two time Peabody award winner. Wow. Duh. So
0: we're getting season two though, right? For sure. Yes. Okay, cool. Um, and you threw something about someone dying.
1: Yeah. Uh, Tom Cavanaugh, who plays, um, doctor. Yes. Harrison Wells. Thank you, Harrison Wells. Um, I keep saying every time I see him, I picture Ed because that was the show he used to do back in oh, the day. Okay. Um, uh, Tam Tom Cavanaugh who plays Harrison Wells. He uh, let it slip that something is happening and it looks like somebody from the show might die oh, in god. Oh
0: god! I, I don't really, think I can take it. I don't think I can take on it. On
1: the other hand, you got to remember, season one didn't Harrison Wells die in the yeah? Harrison Wells died. <laughs> a couple other people died <laughs> I too. But- he was back for season two,
0: so. <laughs> So we'll oh, see. when you have when you have multiple Earths, you can have people die and have
1: yeah, them be around. It was really cool to see Eddie back for an episode. Yeah,
0: that was cool. I I really um I love the Harrison Wells character, and I I mean Cavanaugh plays it brilliantly, um, and
1: he's played the two different Harrison Wells very well.
0: Man, it's 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 just such a good show.
1: All right, so Arrow, uh,
0: season five villain. Yeah,
1: Arrow cast has cast a season five villain. Um, and it looks like it's going to be more than just a villain of the week sort of thing, a la Cupid, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and they More of a
0: Damien Dark kind of linger for a bit?
1: Yeah, but the thing is, is they've, they've said the character name is James, I believe, but the thing is, is people are already guessing at who it might be. It could be, a, it could be, um, a vigilante of sorts, not. A, uh, the Green Arrow, but maybe I'll a punisher, right? Okay. And the thing that kind of supports this is the next article I put in here is that Oliver Queen in one of the future episodes here is going to be visiting Hub City, okay. which is home of The Question, which is a vigilante hmm. in okay. Hub City, and um, that is one of the people that made the short list of who people think the villain for All Season right. 5 could All be. Right. I'm, in. Um, I'm in. So there is kind of supporting, circumstantial uh, things that might support these sort of things. Cool. Um, also, I don't know if you saw, but there was a. I didn't. Um, it's a, like a 45 second promo video, but it basically promos what's going to be happening with these shows coming up. If you watch it closely enough, you actually see a scene where Deathstroke, the Deathstroke outfit is back. And whether that is Deathstroke or whether that's Deathstrokes was a grandson who was in, uh, the future Legends of Tomorrow episode. Okay. Um, you see him punching a tuxedoed Oliver Queen. Okay. And then you also see... I'm in, not going to
0: try to play this right now. because.
1: Okay. You also see uh, a s- couple of screenshots where you see Barry Allen in his current Flash outfit. So the one with the white emblem. Yeah, with the white. Yeah. He's back in his childhood living room and his mom is sitting there and he's having a conversation with her. Really? So it's like, is Nora Allen back? Is Deathstroke back? What's going on? It's, I'll tell you what. I love me some Deathstroke.
0: He's I mean, a very cool character. So cool. That actor who plays him is insanely good. Yes, I can't remember his name. Um, Super good though.
1: Yeah, but actually, uh, uh, Stephen Amell has been pushing to try to get that actor back.
0: Oh, he's ridiculous! Ridiculous.
1: So we'll see how it comes. But it's very cool to to, to see these just images that we're seeing in the uh, in the the possibilities. Totally. I threw this in there because I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> uh,
0: apparently, a bunch of Game of Thrones fans were asked, you know, who they want to see for president, right? <laughs> And they put, you know, Clinton, Trump, and Tyrion Lannister right. on there. And I, <laughs> shocking, they'd rather see Tyrion Lannister than Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton.
1: Okay, and this is coming from a guy who's only watched the first two episodes of Game of Thrones, and it was two years ago. Yeah. So Tyrion Lannister is the kid who everyone hates, right?
0: No, he's the imp. Oh, uh, Peter he's Dinklage. Peter Dinklage. Yep. I would let him be the dictator of the modern free world. <laughs> He's so, like, that character is so amazing, dude. He's so good. Um, so it basically says, <laughs> that's him right there. It basically says, Survey Monkey Intelligence blog quiz, nearly 400 Game of Thrones viewers who they, who they prefer. Um, and basically, <clears throat> excuse me, the result, well, Bernie Sanders did okay. Uh, he tied with Tyrion for first place while Hillary and Clinton and Donald uh, Trump were lagging behind. So it's either Bernie or, uh, or, or old Tyrion.
1: That's pretty funny. <laughs> and this actually takes on some much more weight today considering Tay Cruz dropped out. Right, he dropped
0: today. out. Yep, totally. Um, So, speaking of Game of Thrones, season 6 premiere breaks overall viewership record. Makes a lot of yeah, sense. Yeah, like
1: you didn't see that coming. Oh,
0: it's so good, dude. <laughs> That's it, what I hear. A lot of people are saying that it was a little um, it was a little scattered and a little slow. But right. they're setting up like all of these things. And they kind of jumped around to all the characters that are right. still kind of going and stuff, and
1: well, your first episodes of seasons are usually mismatched because they're setting up so much stuff, they right. And trying to tie up loose ends,
0: especially if it's season six of a show, right, <laughs> where
1: everybody's tied
0: in everybody else, you know. So, oh yeah, there's this—I uh I think it's a movie or a show.
1: Yeah, no, it's a four-episode thing that BBC right. is doing for Watership Down. Yep. Um, and it looks like James McAvoy and John Boyega are cast in it, which is cool. Very cool. Well, I
0: think Boyega's gonna get some cool stuff coming forward.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, he was already in Attack of the Block, right? Um, which is where he made his name before he got into Star Wars. And then, you know, McAvoy just does. I mean, I, especially since uh, Wanted 2 has been kind of moved back to the front burner, kind of hopefully, uh-huh. um, which I really like that. And it's based on a really good graphic novel. Um, I like McAvoy doing different things, not yeah. just being uh, Professor X.
0: Sweet. 24, the thing.
1: Yeah, I'll let you go all of it because you are the 24 freak.
0: Well, here's the thing, dude. I we kind of fell off towards the last season and a half or so, but we watched the first several seasons of it, and um, they're coming back, dude. I guess 24 Legacy is gonna get uh got a series order from Fox.
1: Well, you 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 watched like the six episode thing they had what a year and a half ago, right? I think we did. Yeah, where they came back with it. Yeah. Yeah. But um, this one is supposed to be not with Jack Bauer, right?
0: No, let me double check. I'm pretty sure Bauer's not coming back. Um, the new entry boasts an all new cast.
1: Yeah. Okay, cool.
0: Um, it's a familiar theme. Uh, it's gonna star, you know, Corey Hawkins. Oh, he's, Out of to play to, yeah, he's the one played,
1: yeah, he's one played Dre, I think.
0: Uh, uh, Miranda Otto from Homeland, Jimmy Smith from Sons of Anarchy. Ooh, Jimmy Smith. Uh huh. And while the series won't star Kiefer Sutherland, uh, this time around he will serve as co-executive producer
1: of course i mean he was already the yeah. executive producer on the other one uh, but you do have some some gravitas there with jimmy Smith. i mean he's already been on like since Sands of anarchy but that's not even he was on Elliot LA law he was right. on west wing he uh, played a major villain in season i think it was three of dexter oh wow uh, he was on uh, nypd blue for a long time he's done lots of great stuff
0: cool um it looks like the peanuts are coming back to tv
1: what do you think about this? Because I know you, and actually, you know, I really wish I could talk to my my buddy Christian because he is a huge Peanuts fan. I mean, whereas like I'm more of a Bass Rankin fan of of kids stuff growing up, um, you know, the Rudolph the Red nosed Reindeer sort of stuff. He was diehard into all the the Peanuts holiday movies.
0: This to me is interesting. Um, it looks like the series is going to start on the ninth of this month, which is why I'm very curious why I haven't heard about it sooner, but. It says, the level peanuts gang along with their buddy Snoopy and Woodstock are on their way back to TV. Charles Schultz creator, probably new animated, uh, vignettes. Uh, let's see. While there are new animators at the helm, that being, uh, and they list the people, it says. Nor-
1: normal animation of France.
0: Normal animation of France. Okay. Sorry. Um, the student is aiming to retain the same feel as the classic, uh, from Charlie Brown Christmas.
1: Yeah. This is actually where it makes me wonder. Are they going to do the same old animation style or are they going to do the, Crisper, cleaner stuff that they did for the recent movie well this is what i'm i'm hoping it
0: stays kind of like this i'm hoping right. it kind of stays um in the same visual style as the um the original holiday, holiday movies specials, right. and, and stuff Cause like then that it feels like it's a continuation it it, it does and and if this is going to be a series that's kind of what concerns me i would rather i come back and do like specials specials which is what we know the peanuts as is the right. specials and that's what i grew up on i mean we still watch the holiday special you know the christmas special every year at least once yeah i mean you well, know you we play the music it was for the holiday a, i music, mean it was you know? a
1: comic strip for 40 years
0: well of course but um i'm wondering i mean th- obviously the movie did pretty well the new movie oh yeah i mean it was not um, made for an
1: oscar wasn't it
0: uh i think so i mean you would know better than me but i mean I'm just wondering, I'm just wondering what this is going to be about. I mean, I'm sure my kids will be into it. And I mean, we'll watch it. I'll, you, we'll know, let you know, I think
1: this is also, it probably got greenlit in the uh, aftermath of the Muppets returning. Yeah. Because after, um, Jason Segel did the two movies, um, coming back, cause you know, he's been a diehard Muppets fan forever. Mm-hmm. Um, they decided to do a rehash of the, the original Muppet show, which is basically the Muppets interacting with guest stars every week. Right. Um, but they've also updated where, you know, Kerman, Miss Piggy broke up and he started dating another pig from human resources or something. It's really kind of funny. Right. Um, I'm wondering if they're going to try to update the storyline content too, or if they're still going to make it very, you know, childish where it's all in the child's voice and even all the adults are, uh, are literally muted out.
0: I hope, I hope they stay with that. I hope it's pretty much the same thing. I just hope that this is for me because of my love for the peanuts and you know my mom is a big peanuts fan she's the reason that I'm into it and we're into it my family i hope that it stays i hope it stays the way it it was, it was for you so, so your kids can
1: feel the same way
0: yeah and I, I it would it would be nice to have something that is timeless that we don't have to keep updating right you know what i mean like of course the parents are muted that's what my kids hear when i talk is my <laughs> you know and it's like that's what they hear that's what my four-year-old hears that's for sure because don't she doesn't understand a damn thing i'm ever saying (laughs) you know
1: um anyway that's one of the brilliant (laughs) social commentaries about the original peanuts that that you just i mean you just you you remember that it's being that way but that's really what it was like to be a kid it's what you never understood
0: what people were saying why are you talking to me Can can i go do this thing now you're saying a lot of things you know that's exactly what it's like yeah um let's get to movies man um marvel movies All this will go super quick. Yeah, there's lots
1: of, yeah, just lots of of little Marvel news. Uh, The Humans movie has been removed from the schedule. Um, does that mean that, uh, X-Men is going to be pulled into the Marvel fold a la Spider-Man? Because as we heard on, um, Babylon, it really seems like Homecoming, which is the the upcoming Spider-Man movie, has really been taken away from Sony. Sony's still distributing it, but Kevin Feige is really the one creatively controlling
0: it. But here's the thing. If you were Sony, right, and you were holding on to this, you're going to hang on to it in the way that you can. Right. But you're going to let someone like Feige. Fe- Feige run the show.
1: Right, because, because it's going to give smart. you better content <laughs> to distribute. Plus, it's less risk for you because you're not the one up fronting all the money. Exactly. You're just going to be getting distribution on the back end.
0: So, I don't think it's going to come back to Marvel. I think they're going to keep doing what they're doing. They'll find a partnership. I mean... We'll see how it goes.
1: Right. I, th- I think it's more likely that, and don't quote me on this because I've not heard this anywhere, but I think kind of as like a deal for Marvel maybe supporting Fox going into the New Mutants area and along okay. with Deadpool, that Fox may try to do a Sony-type deal with Marvel with Fantastic Four. Yeah, because yeah, that, is okay. a, that is a property Fox cannot get right. Right, right. Very much like Sony could not. Like, hey, you guys try it, (laughs) right? Very much like Sony could not get right. But if Fox, which is already making hand over money, hand over fist with the X Men titles and with Deadpool and everything else, if they could release uh, the creative control back to Feige for Fantastic Four, let them fold that into the Marvel universe and still retain the distribution rights, I think that would be the smartest business move.
0: Makes sense to me, man.
1: Because all it's going to do is just going to give them more money that they can fund into X Men and Deadpool for sure. Uh,
0: so let's see, Nathan Fillion, so there's another spoiler in here, I don't know if we want to go there. Yeah, it's just, it's, uh... Uh, Something about Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I mean, we, you know, he's gonna be in it.
1: Yeah, well, he was an alien in the first one. Right. I think he has more of a named part in this one. Okay. And I really don't want to know, I just put this in here because he's in it. I'm okay with that. Fillion in anything, I'm good for. Yeah, I mean, I don't care what he looks like. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm good, <laughs> I'm good. Let's go on.
0: Um, Civil War grossed fourteen point nine million dollars the first day at the international box office.
1: Yeah, and it's already on pace to be a top five opening weekend release ever. It's uh on, I believe it's on pace for hundred and ninety million for opening weekend, um, which still puts it behind um, Ultron and Avengers. That's all right, and uh, um, Star Wars and Jurassic World. So, to put it fifth. Still, but we'll see if they're. I mean, because nobody expected Deadpool to be as big on opening or Jurassic World to be as big as it was. That's a good point. Yeah. So, it could be one of those things where it kind of, even though everyone is expecting a big hit, it could be even a little bit bigger.
0: And just to kind of wrap these uh, uh, next couple things up, I mean, a, a lot of people have seen this movie already. Yeah, know. and
1: actually, there's already a leaked release online. Oh, I don't want to. And I and so honestly, I don't I mean, play that. Game. I don't. I'm not getting into that at all. I even saw a couple of links to the credit sequences. Oh no, I don't see that either. And I'm steering clear of that. Okay,
0: so that said, um, I know Mark Bernard has seen it. He took his kid to the opening, which is really cool. Um, he says that on Kevin Smith's uh, on their Fat Man on Batman right. deal. Um he talks about it. He he does it pretty spoiler-free, which is pretty nice. Uh, Kevin um, Smith saw it. Smith saw it. Uh, says it's the greatest comic movie ever made.
1: Dan Casey from Nerdist saw it, and he said it was hands down phenomenal. Yeah. I I cannot wait for this
0: movie. I'm very excited. We have a right. slight conflict on opening night now, all of a mm. sudden. So we're... <laughs> We're gonna go not opening night, I guess. Yeah, and because you're busy
1: this weekend, I, I mean, honestly, would you, would you feel cheated on if I went and
0: saw it? Oh, you son of a goat. (laughs)
1: Let's, let's try to go Saturday night, okay? Will you be my date?
0: Hmm. I'll
1: buy a popcorn. Done. (laughs) Okay, so. What do we got? Um, you know, one thing I like with, uh, and this is, is one thing Marvel's also doing right, and actually something that Fox is doing right with their, well, and we'll actually come up on it later with, uh, Independence Day, is they're marketing viral videos as news clips. Hmm. Right? And so this one is actually a news clip of the President Ellis character who's president in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and he's talking about the ramifications of the Civil War. Oh, that's which funny. is kind of cool so i, I mean we're, cool. we're not going to talk about it here just basically if you want to know that takes you a little bit deeper into the the, the, the story see. of it yeah yeah go and check it out there's a whole bunch of little clips that they've been releasing throughout the time and i just found this one more interesting cool um and this is actually big news is uh, uh robert danny jr has always said that he's kind of done right yeah. he's kind of feeling worn well, out from was it like, him saying it Really? Well, he had always said that okay. you know he he wants to take a break. Okay. Um uh, but uh, considering the fact he's already signed on to do Iron Man in in Homecoming, right? Uh he must have gotten a second wind or a third wind or whatever because he has come out and said that he feels like he could do um an Iron Man 4.
0: I mean, wh- if you were Robert Downey Jr. and you were awesome, uh And things were going as well as they're going.
1: Why would you say no at this point? Well, he made like 50 million dollars from Avengers because he had a back-end deal. That's insane. Um, And you know he makes a ton of money for each one.
0: So he's super rich. Why not do another one?
1: Yeah. And honestly, I mean, and especially, I mean, yeah, he's not just the money. Yeah. Well, he's a major character in Civil War, obviously. And he's a major character in the, the Avengers movies and he has his own. But especially the way that they're starting to do the work, of the Marvel universe, because Iron Man was the tentpole to begin with. Everything was built around Iron Man. Right. Now they're they're really fleshing out the rest of the universe, so he can actually get included into Homecoming, and maybe only have twenty minutes of screen time. Right. And fifteen minutes of screen time. A I mean, day or two on set. At right. The most, it's not right? as um, pressure filled, and I think that's right. what he was starting to get overwhelmed with the Avengers and Ultron and all that stuff. I and, can see that. And so especially you know, that'll probably have a couple year break before Infinity War really gets in into full swing. So I, I think he just he he's getting a second or third wind.
0: Okay. So this next story I was toying with the idea of if we wanted to cover it tonight or not. Um so told us Winton uh, kind of gives a reaction to some of the criticism after that Doctor Strange trailer. And people are saying it was like whitewashed, well, right?
1: this has been a major thing for a few years now. I mean, honestly, Apparently been, we can't get a break anymore. Yeah, well, it's been a major thing for decades. I mean, honestly, uh, and actually, I should really put this in there. There's a great um episode of Last Week Tonight with John uh, Oliver where he talks about Hollywood whitewashing. Okay. And how it's been going on for decades. I mean, there's a great line from the movie Get Shorty with John Travolta where he invites René Russo to go see Touch of Evil, which was a an Orson Welles movie that was playing near his hotel. Yeah, And he goes, "Uh, let's go uh, Touch of Evil's playing near uh, my hotel. I uh, want to go see Charlton Heston be a Mexican." <laughs> right, because in the movie Charlton Heston right. plays a Mexican cop. Right. And in um Breakfast at Tiffany's, uh Mickey Rooney plays a Chinese man. It's like you have Historically, these characters that have actors that have played racially insensitive versions of characters, right? Very character caricatures, caricatures. Yep. Um, and it really hit a a big thing. Uh, was a year and a half ago when Emma Stone was cast to play a half Chinese or half Japanese woman in aloha. Um, that was kind of like, come on, right?
0: The, the, the thing about this is that uh, apparently, and I'm not. I'm not. I I kind of fell behind on my. I was trying to really kind of dive into this whole Doctor Strange thing. I love this idea and I love Doctor Strange right. from where I've seen him in Deadpool and other things. And so I started reading some of the comics and stuff. And
1: right. well, um, until the Swinton plays the ancient one,
0: right? And so she comes out and basically says, uh, "Well, it's not actually an Asian character. That's why I need to tell you about it. I wasn't asked to play an Asian character. You can be very well assured of that. Well, she's not Asian." right? And she's not playing an Asian character, yeah, I, but she's I, also playing an androgynous character, right? Right. Where, you know, she's not male or female. Which, and honestly,
1: Tilda Swinton does great. She If can you remember her back in, mm-hmm. actually, a DC property, she was in Constantine. Right. And she played the Archangel Gabriel. Right. It's brilliantly, exactly that Brilliantly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this just shows what a good actress she is. Um, but, honestly, this just goes back to the fact that I really haven't delved into Doctor Strange. Right. So, I honestly don't know if the Ancient One is a what her if if it even is
0: i I think the asian one asian one the ancient one (laughs) was supposed to be asian (laughs) um either way um you know people are like people get upset about everything right right and it's like they have a right to which they which is you know the age we're living in and um i'm still intrigued to see what they're going to do with it
1: but there's no reason to put race issues on things where there is no race issue exactly um, can we now, talk about,
0: can we talk about the Punisher? Or are you going to keep going with this? Or?
1: I was just going to say, if it turns out that the Ancient One is a Asian character. Yeah. I can understand that. Sure. I would be.
0: And we don't know enough about it to no, really exactly. comment so on it. Just... But at the same time, it's like, okay, so if the Ancient One in the comics is Asian, which I imagine, imagine it was. Right. It was. I don't know. I was trying to figure out the, the pronoun. Uh, I imagine it was, but it doesn't matter. Well, it's, it's like... Tilda Swin now. Right. Exactly. In the movie, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
1: Right. Well, it's like the whole thing we got into with the casting of Iron Fist, and that right. he was a white guy. Well, the thing is, Iron Fist is a white guy. Yeah. yeah. It's, I mean, it's almost, I mean, and I hate to be one of those people who talk about reverse racism, but it's like, why do you automatically assume that a Kung Fu person is Asian? And everybody
0: else is like, well, why can't it be Asian? Well, well he cause can be. Because he could be, but But it's the not. source character
1: is not. <laughs> but he's not. And that <laughs> might, that might be a racial discussion to have about what it was like to mm. portray Kung Fu characters in the '70s and '60s, right? But that's a completely different discussion than the casting of today. Indeed, Punisher. Moving on, <laughs> Punisher. Punisher. Oh my God! I know. Okay, I know you started Deadpool or Daredevil season two. I have not. Oh, you haven't. But I hear John Barenthal is
0: can fantastic. I so yeah, I think,
1: you already told me about episode three.
0: Can I, can, I, can I say it again? Say it again. Okay, so uh <laughs> really quick, episode two, season one. Right. Hallway fight the scene. Hallway fight scene. Insane. End of episode three, if I'm not mistaken, is like hallway fight scene on crack. It's amazing. Really? Absolutely amazing. Uh I'm only four. Maybe I'm on the fifth episode or about to start the fifth episode of Daredevil. I'm trying to finish it by like you know this weekend it's i'm watching about myself so it's harder because when the wife and i are watching something i bust it out right. pretty quick but um we watch other things together but i've been watching this on my own um she would love it i think that she just kind of forgot how good daredevil was but this season's really really good
1: but john we barrenthal we've been, we been seeing a lot of rosario dawson
0: uh you do see her by the episode i was on yeah okay cool absolutely and um but john barrenthal the punisher
1: Perfect. Does he nail it? Absolutely perfect. I actually thought Thomas Jane's version was not bad. No, it wasn't. But uh, this guy, and and
0: the lead up to when you actually see him is the right. best part. It's like it's not really a spoiler, but people are talking about like there these gangs getting taken out, right? Right, and they're like, you know, and it looks like a small army is taking them out, but it's you it's come one guy, you come up with you know couple of, an episode or two in, it's like. Yeah, no. It's one guy.
1: Does it already start to delve into his past of his family dying and Yeah, no, that okay. and there's this root. Because that is scene so really rooted good. in his psyche.
0: There's a scene where, you know, minor spoilers here, sorry, where um they're having a conversation. Right. And um Daredevil is <laughs> a captive audience, basically. And they're having this conversation and that comes up and but Are
1: they are they having this conversation in persona or is this Matt Murdock and Frank Castle. No,
0: no, this is
1: Daredevil. This is
0: Daredevil and Punisher. Yeah, and it's insane. It's so freaking good. Um, but it was just just, the F bomb. I said freaking. Okay. Um, but this is uh, the there was a teaser released, but basically, uh, Netflix has been like, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and do a show about the Punisher
1: yeah well That's people were, people were clamoring for it before oh, yeah. it came out but now that they see how good John Barenthal is oh, he's good dude then yeah they've got to do it
0: and 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 it's partially to uh and big part and a big part of it is just the writing and the pacing and leading up to when you actually meet him And, and what he has done before you meet him. Right. And you, and you know, and that kind of thing. But, uh.
1: Yeah. And what, what makes this such a big deal is this is the first character that's getting a standalone Netflix series since the original announcement of what the Netflix world was going to encompass, which was the the four people and the defenders, right? right? So you're going to have, you know, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and and Iron Fist and the, and the defenders wrap up. Well, because of the popularity of everything, Daredevil got a second season. Jessica Jones is getting a second season, and actually, to kind of follow up on this, um, how are they playing off the whole uh, uh Wilson Fisk? Or, I mean, do they do they talk about it? They do
0: talk about it. Okay, good. Because yeah.
1: I don't want it to be one of those things where it's like completely ignored because it's lost the season. No, the the
0: the events that happen in the beginning of season two are directly related, related to, to the end awesome. of chapter of, of that's the way season they have one. to do
1: it or else yeah. it just doesn't make sense right. it's like when if just like, when Jessica jones season two comes out they've right. got to mention purple man well they if they
0: don't it'd be like well well how the hell we get like, here what the hell exactly um do you want to see this real quick i've not seen it, it's 25 seconds one oh wow two bitch. That was brilliant. Yeah. I have no idea what they said, but it was
1: amazing. That was a great teaser. Yeah.
0: Okay. Moving on.
1: Uh, moving on. We're, on. we're into the Foxverse. Um, Bella Thorne, um, who was in... Oh, yeah. Uh, a few things. I believe she was in the, the Scream TV series. Yeah. What um, else was she in? But she wants to play a female version of Deadpool.
0: Okay. And the reason that I love this story is because as as much Deadpool as I've read, there's female versions. There's dog versions. There's boy versions. There's um head versions yep um there are many versions of deadpool and seeing a female deadpool on screen would be just freaking awesome let me just tell you that that would be very cool so i hope that becomes a thing yeah honestly
1: um why don't you go and talk talk about this one just because oh yeah ryan reynolds is such a good guy okay
0: so i love ryan reynolds okay so apparently in utah (laughs) there's this thing they have this um, it's called, uh, what was it called? Broovies. Broovies. Uh, and it's this, you know, watch a movie, drink beer and, and have a nice time. Right. And we have these in the States, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but it turns out because of Deadpool being the way it was, because there are these sexual scenes, there's this weird law in Utah where you can't serve beer and show sexual scenes on the big screen. Right. And so, and so if
1: you've seen Deadpool, you know the obvious the holiday yeah. sequence.
0: The you know they're you know and it's wonderful. We all love it. Um, but it looks like they're getting sued, right? And this, because this yeah. is a mom and pop,
1: right? Because place. basically, sheriffs came in, bought some tickets, yeah, ordered a beer. Once that scene, <sighs> they shut it down and horse crap.
0: Uh, so all of that is going on. They could be sued up to I think twenty five grand, Seven, something nine. like that. Uh, so Ryan Reynolds caught wind of this and it was like well that sucks so i'm going to make sure that they get through this right so he's donated as of right now about five thousand dollars
1: and he said he's going to donate more if they have more legal
0: fees which is awesome and we should be able to drink what was the line it was something like they've they found a way to uh oh, what's the Crimalize line fun, fine criminalized fun or uh, um legigate, uh, oh, legislate uh legis- legislate fun or something oh, where was it it was really funny uh, oh yeah, he said, <laughs> Reynolds said, thank God they found a way to legislate fun. <laughs> 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 which, I mean, and that's why I love this guy. Right. Um, it, it, he plays the role well, but at the same time, he is, he, he's, he's, he's doing it right, yeah. which I'm happy about. There's some iTunes ads, I guess, where Deadpool just pops up.
1: Well, it, and it's, there are
0: other people's ads.
1: Right. Well, this just only makes sense because Deadpool just got released digitally on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And so now, of course, iTunes is trying to market Deadpool.
0: And so they're, like, popping up in, like, other movies and stuff. It's like, hey, I'm Deadpool. Like, you know, breaking the fourth wall kind of thing, which right. is fun.
1: Uh, Deadpool. Okay, di- I just thought about what our bumper should be, and it's okay. where he goes, I just broke the fourth wall in a fourth wall. <laughs> That's, like, 16 walls. <laughs> Done. Um,
0: all right, so Deadpool director and screenwriter wants a physically imposing Cable.
1: So no Kieran Knightley. Well, here's the thing. Uh,
0: <laughs> I I've seen Cable in the comics. He's huge. He's a monster. He's gigantic, and I think that's—I think that's really important. I mean, he plays a—he plays a good—he plays an important role, but he still should be physically what Cable is in the comics. I think.
1: Right. Um, there are very few really good actors that are really big that are problem. not already tied into the Marvel universe. Um, because so Vin we not, already Are we crew. not
0: getting Vin Diesel or The Rock? Or well, happening? The
1: Rock is not in the Marvel universe yet. So also
0: not a good actor. Just kidding, I love, I love.
1: The well, movie. he's an entertaining act. He's an entertainer, he's, right? He's my favorite. Um, but you could always go a little bit on the outskirts of maybe Brock Lesnar, okay? Who has done some movies. Um, I think Randy Couture is a little too old. It'd have to be. Um,
0: you You could get away with somebody who's older though, with for Cable because he is a time traveler.
1: He too. is a time traveler. It's not a long list. There isn't. Isn't that sad? <laughs> Unless they find somebody that's just a completely unknown. Yeah.
0: Well, and that's always possible too. Um, alright, With some an X-Men stuff. What do you got here?
1: Uh, that one was you. Oh. Are uh, these oh. two actually tying together? Ty Sheridan yeah. has been signed on to play Cyclops for two more movies. So the guy who's been signed up to play Ty Sheridan in Apocalypse, mm-hmm. right? Um, Because, you know, it's basically they're introducing the younger characters. So right. we have the younger Storm. We've got a younger Jean Grey played by Sof- uh, Sophie Turner. And Ty Sheridan plays the younger uh, Cyclops. Right. He signed on to play Cyclops in at least two more movies. Cool. It doesn't say whether that's two more X-Men movies or if it's going to be New oh. Mutants or if it's going to be a Cyclops-, Cyclops standalone film. We don't know. Oh, okay. I guess I assumed
0: I just I just assumed there were X Men movies. You but never you're right.
1: know, especially since they're trying to do a new mutant. Could or, be anything, you know, right whatever. Now. Yeah. Um. Also, Sophie Turner, um, who plays uh, the young Jean Grey, uh, has teased uh, the Dazzler. Oh my God, da- Dazzler. Okay. Oh. Dazzler's a great character from the late '70s. Who was basically a she was. Like imagine Hannah Montana but a superhero. Yeah,
0: let me tell you. She was in the X Men animated thing that I used oh, to yeah. watch all the time. I love Dazzler.
1: Day. It was like okay, if you ever remember Gem in the holograms, Gem was patterned on Dazzler. <laughs> right? She was basically a superhero that could use the power of her voice and oh, yeah. and whatnot, right? Um but the the cool thing is is they evidently Sophie Turner and Ty Sheridan took a picture at a record store. Uh and for those who are younger oh, users, yeah? those were places where you actually went and bought physical forms of uh
0: What are these records music you speak media. of?
1: Um But it actually showed her like holding up a a Dazzler album or whatever, saying it's my favorite musician oh my God. or something like that. So it would be kind of cool. And so then, of course, the rumor mill started hit, uh, just going in that it was going to be Taylor Swift, which actually I could see. Yeah, I could she see does that kind too. of visually in person. She looks like her. She does. Yeah. Um. And actually, Taylor Swift isn't the worst actor.
0: Have you seen that commercial with her? Which one? Where she's running on the treadmill?
1: No. Is it funny? <laughs> Taylor Swift on a treadmill? Yeah, I'll find it out. Okay, think. and I'll, I'll look it up. It's yeah. pretty funny. Um, but so it would be kind of cool to have, because th- that's one thing that, that, uh, DC is really doing right that we really haven't seen Marvel or X-Men do yet. Right. And that's like getting the really deep cut characters. Right. I mean, hell, it, they brought in Rip Hunter and, and, uh. And I love that, dude. Grodd. And, you know, they're, pr- they're pulling in some deep, deep characters. Right. And, um, Marvel's really kind of, I mean, they have a ton of characters to deal with. Uh, but Guardians is pretty much as deep as they've gone. And that's a deep cut, but it is a deep cut, but it's still, they had like three different runs of the character. It's different. It's, but Dazzler is like somebody that really hasn't been seen in about 15 right. years.
0: It's going to be fun. Uh, Wolverine 3.
1: Yeah. A couple of different casting, uh, news. Uh, Richard E. Grant, it looks like he's going to be cast as the villain. Yeah. I um, mean, he's one of those guys that you really don't know. He's a British actor that, uh, you know, you don't know by name, but you definitely know by face. I mean, he was back in, um, uh, L.A. Story, which is a great 90s movie with, uh, uh, Steve Martin. Um, most recently, I think he's in Gotham. Okay. Um, and then they've also cast Stephen Merchant, um, who, uh, he's starting to get a lot of, uh, buzz because, uh, he's one of the people that have really, uh, gotten lip sync battle kind of off the ground. Oh, okay. Um, he was a big do- doing it on, on Jimmy Fallon, but he was also the co-creator with Ricky Gervais of the original Office. Okay. Sweet. Um, and he is hilariously funny. So it's great that you're starting to get a, a major casting. Awesome. All right, we're into the D- DCEU now. and I like um, that we're
0: segmenting them.
1: Well, we kind of were begin. I mean, Yeah, we kind of already have, but Yeah, we, we used to before, but now we're kind of like yeah. s- announcing that they're different. Because they're,
0: Welcome to our world, listeners. It's, seriously. We're trying to organize all this crap. I know, right? It's a lot of this it. This
1: is what we do <laughs> for you. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> you're right. We do.
1: Uh, all right, so it's the, the DCEU, and there's been a, a little drama going on Mm -hmm. um in the let's say backlash of uh the bad press that bvs has gotten batman versus superman um there's a rumor this year this week that uh the flash directors and aqua the flash and aquaman directors um were leaving their 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 properties um we haven't gotten a confirmation on on the flash yet um but then james wan came out and responded that no he's not leaving aquaman oh good um so that's good um I, I don't know about the Flash. I almost want to say, okay, bring in a new director. Yeah,
0: I'm like, let's figure out how to get Grant Gutsis in. But the cool thing is... I know, we, we're hanging on to that.
1: Yeah, it's not happening. Because <laughs> also the... Uh, and actually, I'm going to skip one here. But it says uh, that um, because we're starting to see digital copies of stuff, um, people are starting to release to Reddit or whatnot screenshots. And remember this: the shot when Batman wakes up from his dream sequence, and then he sees the thing in the weird mirage up to his left at his desk yeah and then he wakes up from that well it turns out that that was the flash it's ezra miller oh really yeah in a, in a flash outfit huh. and uh open the link because it actually i have
0: to see that movie again <laughs>
1: yeah where it actually says uh because he actually had dialogue we heard him screaming stuff but we didn't know what it was but what he said was bruce listen to me now it's Lois. Lois Lane. She's the key. Am I too soon? I'm too soon. You are right about him. You've always been right about him. Fear him. Find oh. us, Bruce. You have to find us. So it's basically him. That and- was in BVS? How come I don't yeah, remember it's this? It's that sequence where you're oh. seeing him come from the left. And so it's um the Flash trying to encourage Batman to create the Justice League. Weird. And that's okay. why at the end... Bruce is very adamant about, about getting that, the team yeah. together. Okay. Well, not Bruce because, yeah, Bruce, because they're talking at, uh, at, uh, Superman's grave.
0: That was my tour being updated.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think you should leave that in. <laughs> oh, um, it has no choice because we're talking.
0: Continue. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and then
1: the last thing, and actually, this is what I think is very important because it kind of ties up, uh, rumors from like nine months ago. Mm-hmm. If you remember about nine months ago, um, When we first started hearing that uh, Ben Affleck wanted to write his own Batman script and direct it. Right. Um, and which has now been confirmed that he's writing it, not necessarily that directing it. Um, but that he wanted to include the Red Hood. Right. Well, the Red Hood is Jason Todd, which is a reincarnated version of, uh, the, of Robin. Right. Because Jason Todd was Robin. Well, it's been confirmed that the dead Robin from the outfit we see in BVS is Jason. Todd's no uh, version really? Robin. Oh. So that could definitely tie in with the Red Hood coming back. Oh, very cool. So I think this is, I think if they're doing it right, this is where DC is starting to pull the, the threads together. Cool. And it also leaves it open for.
0: There's yours. And there's
1: mine. <laughs> um, it's, it, it also leaves it open, um, for, um, the uh, Dick Grayson character to be Nightwing. Very cool. No, man, I'm, I, I can't
0: wait to see where they go with all this stuff, man. You know, like I said, we gave our BVS impressions on the last real reviews and, you know, although we weren't super amped about every part of the movie. No, I
1: think it was getting it, a bad rap. I
0: think, uh, I think, I think they're going to figure it out.
1: Yeah. And, and like I said in, in real reviews, and if you haven't watched real reviews, go back and, and listen to our, our in-depth, uh, uh, analysis of the movie. But basically it all comes down to, as like, I don't think we're going to realize how good or bad BVS is until two or three movies down the road to see how the seeds they've sown are followed through. Exactly. All right, man. Disney? Uh, Yeah. uh, Big news. This is a big thing. Yeah, big news this week that Disney has confirmed nine new movies. Um, and the, the marquee one here is uh, a Maleficent two, which is going to have Angelina Jolie back. in. Are
0: these all live, live action? No.
1: Okay. Um, so it's going to be, uh, Maleficent two. Uh, we're going to have Cruella, which is going to start Emma stone. Um, and it's being written by, uh, um, Kelly Marcel who wrote Saving Mr. Banks which if you haven't seen Saving Mr. Banks yet Oh,
0: I haven't seen it yet.
1: Brilliant movie with yeah. uh, Tom Hanks and Emma, uh, Emma Thompson about the making of Mary Right,
0: Papa. I really wanted to see that, yeah. Uh,
1: they're finally coming to the big screen with a live action version of A Wrinkle in Time. Oh, and I love, love Madeline Angle's wrinkle, wrinkle in Time books. I love that um, book. And they're bringing in the Selma director Anna DuVernay, which is great and uh, Frozen screenwriter Jennifer Lee is overseeing the script. Awesome. Um, this one I'm actually excited about the Rock is going to be doing Jungle Cruise. That's
0: probably going to be the best movie ever.
1: It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> because if you haven't seen The Rock do Rundown. Oh, my God. The Rundown is one of my. I think it's that hilarious. is my
0: favorite Rock movie. It is I think, hilarious. Period. With
1: yeah. Rosario Dawson, Christopher Walken, and, and Sean William Scott. So good. Uh They're doing a Dumbo movie. And I'm really not sure how they're going to do this. Um, Interesting. And it doesn't say whether it's live action or not. Okay. Uh, but it says it's going to be uh, uh directed by Tim Burton. Okay. Um, and it's gonna be written by Aaron Kruger, uh, who wrote, uh, Transformers Age of Extinction. So, so far, I'm a, I'm, I'm a little, uh, dubious. Right. On that I one. really just don't know how they're gonna yeah. turn Dumbo into a movie. Yeah. I mean, into a live action movie. Um, Mary Poppins, uh, they're doing a sequel. And we've already talked about this. we so that they about cast that Emily Blunt is gonna be playing Mary Poppins. Oh, nice. I'm excited about that, but what I'm even more excited about, it's been announced that, uh, Lin Manuel Miranda, who is the writer and creator of Hamilton. Oh. Is gonna be in okay. it. Um, cool and actually just a little side note that I actually don't have this in the show notes but today the Tony Award nominations got released okay. and uh Hamilton got 16 nominations Jesus. more than any other mu- uh, musical in history like ever ever <laughs> the previous record was 14 wow so um that's yeah, crazy it is and i've seen it it's phenomenal yeah. the soundtrack is incredible there is really not a misstep in the entire Very show. Cool. I highly recommend everybody going out and getting the, the soundtrack. Very cool. Um, it looks like they're going to be doing, uh, The Nutcracker and the Four Realms. I don't know what that means. Um, I'm guessing it's based on the Nutcracker suite. Yeah, from, no, I, I get it. From Tchaikovsky. I mean, why are you doing that? Um, it's being directed by Lassie Holstrom. Okay. Um, I don't know who Ashley Powell is, but she's doing the script. Okay. Uh, and then, of course, uh, with two. the Jungle Book is huge. So they're doing a Jungle Book 2. Yep. And it looks like John Favreau's coming back. And then they're doing a live action Tinkerbell project. Uh, I think that'd be good. Um, which they've already done like nine animated films and they're huge. My, my kids love, them. and they're good, dude. Those, they are. Those they're Tinkerbell movies are really and what good. What I love is you find out why she's called Tinkerbell. She's yeah. a Tinker. It's a yeah. type of fairy.
0: And, and it's very cool. And I, I hate to say that I know these things, but like, yeah, I mean, I've watched those movies with the kids. They're, the stories are good. The writing's good. The voice actors are good. It's like when I tell people that, you know, uh, um, uh, My Little Pony, the reiteration of My Little right. Pony is like has good writing, good voice actors because it, it, some of the, uh, it's, uh, Tara Strong is like right. one of the best voice actresses and she's there. Exactly. Is it Tara Strong? Yeah. Um, she does, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. It, you know, when you just cause <laughs> animated doesn't mean it's, it's, it's half-assed. It's no, exactly. really good.
1: Exactly. So it's going to start Reese Witherspoon and it's going to have uh, Victoria Strauss who uh, wrote Finding Dory. It's going to be working on it. Um, that they've already, uh, picked up, uh, five, uh, uh Oh they got some dates. of the
0: release dates. Okay.
1: Yeah. And it looks like we're going to be getting, actually go back to the other one because it had better, uh, it looks like they've picked it oh, up for it July 28th, 2017, April 6th, 2018, August 3rd, 2018, December 25th, 2018, which I'm guessing would make sense for that to be the Nutcracker Suite. Yep. Uh, December 20th, 2019, uh, that one could also be Nutcracker. Could be. Uh, and also previously they've announced November 2nd, 2018 and November 8th, 2019. Wow. So, um, yeah, so it looks like all these are going to be live action. And I'm honestly okay with them. And I'm literally most excited about Jungle Cruise. And the odd thing is, is because that was my dad's favorite ride besides the yeah. train. I love
0: Jungle Cruise, man. And it was, it wasn't quite the same going to Disneyland in April and going on the night, what I like to call the night rides as when I was a kid, my family, my mom, dad, brother, whatever, sister, we always went every year and our night rides were Haunted Mansion. Right. Pirates. Yep. And Jungle Cruise.
1: Oh yeah. Those Jungle three, Cruise
0: the, at night is fun. Those three rides at night is what we always, we always, and Jungle Cruise more, more than the other two. If you go on the other two rides, it looks like you're it's a, it's right. night anyway. Exactly. But there's something about the Jungle Cruise and it being actually night was what we loved, right. and not it not being open at all was kind of a bummer.
1: Yeah, that is a total bummer. Um, what I'm excited about is that The Rock is actually a fairly funny comedian. Oh no, right? He's he has, funny. He's what he is going for him. I mean, it's. His facial expressions and his timing. He actually has really good comic timing. What I love is that you're going to need that comic timing in Jungle Cruise because for, I mean, cause for those of our fans, I mean, like, I don't know if anybody from the Midwest that listens to us, like, say, Skeen has ever been to the Disney parks and been on Jungle Cruise. But what Jungle Cruise is known for is the quippy dialogue by the, by the, uh, the, uh, the cruise. Yeah. Uh, Quips, pilots.
0: puns, um, you know, just. Yeah. You know, something about, you know, when you, when you're coming, you, you know, you're headed in and he said, Oh, uh, there's, uh, what's his name? The oh, the headhunter. Head yes. Yeah, uh, Sam the headhunter. Yeah. He's like,
1: two of his heads <laughs> yeah, for one like, of yours.
0: And it's like, just stuff
1: like that. I'm just like, Oh, see? And look, it's the famous Schweitzer Falls named after <laughs> the famous scientist, Dr. Albert Falls.
0: <laughs> but it's like stuff it's like, like that. It's, it, it's so dumb, but awesome at the same time. All
1: right. So let's. Was, and what I love is, like, I, I've only heard it once, but you go on the backside, and it's like, it's the backside of water. Yeah, it's don't, all. Don't try that at home, because <laughs> you'll hit your head on the sink. <laughs> They're so dumb. You always so hear the funny. backside of water part, but I have never heard the yeah. other one. That's good. And then, my, I, I will say my uh, last little bit. My favorite one is, we had this one guy. It says, "By now, so long. By now, so long. By now, you should be off my boat. What's taking you so long? <laughs>
0: I love that, dude.
1: It's just great. It's a great ride. And yeah. it's, I mean, it's one of the most tame, boring rides. It is very it's, boring. It's, it's, it totally depends on your, your cruise. <clears throat> uh, pilot. It, it, if you were just sitting in that boat, like,
0: a uh, storybook canals. Right. Like, if you were It'd just sitting there and they were like, now look over there. There is a tiger. And it's like, that would be terribly boring. But like, it's, it's, it is it, it, that ride is made by the humor and the person leading your expedition. Yeah.
1: I'll give you, in very well put, I, I'll actually give you an example. There's a great Disney cast member. There are actual websites dedicated to this man. Yeah. And his name is Maynard. Okay. Right? And he worked in Haunted Mansion for years. And he is the best cast member I've ever had in Haunted Mansion. Oh, I've heard about this. Maynard is fantastic. Actually, I have pictures I've taken with him. And there's... There's one where I'd, I took a picture where uh, I, was, had, I was behind my mom's wheelchair and he's holding up a lightsaber pretending to kill my oh, mom. It's amazing. hilarious. Um But I had him on the Jungle Cruise. And I was sorely disappointed oh. because his, his persona didn't pull it off. He's a great Haunted Mansion person.
0: But, but he's not a...
1: No, he's not a Jungle Cruise person. Yeah. But anyway, okay. So anyways, check it out. I'm really excited about that movie. Cool. Um J.K. Rowling came out this week and apologized for killing Remus Lupin. It's not too often she actually uh, apologizes but but actually comes out and says that she thinks something should have been different in her writing
0: well something came out a while back too, about about um had something to do with Hermione I think um or the relationship between I think she said something about well, hermione was supposed to end up with Harry or well yeah because
1: Ron like was that. especially die originally supposed to die like in the third or fourth
0: book yeah um which I don't i as a writer, I don't like this. And I don't like, I don't like that it's like, Oh, I'm sorry. I made that decision because you guys are mad at me because of it. It's I don't like,
1: think that's why she's apologizing now.
0: But why, why say it then?
1: I, I honestly don't know.
0: Like, are you reading your writing over again and being like, Well, I don't like that I did that. So let me go ahead on social media and say these things. I don't, I don't know. It just kind of bugs me.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure, but it's still kind of, kind of weird. That no, it's know, interesting. So, yeah. I mean. Um, we've been talking for the last few weeks uh, that they're uh, damn it that they're doing Laura Croft. Don't do this to me, bro. And we've been all excited because uh. we really want Daisy Ridley to to be Laura Croft. Well, as we've talked about, Daisy Ridley got cast in that other J.J. Abrams movie, and actually, I think you have it further on down the road that yeah, she was cast in a yeah. uh, in a Holocaust movie. I think
0: yeah, Holocaust movie. Um,
1: Woo. well, Alicia Vikander. Um, I do love my Holocaust movies, but Alicia <laughs> uh, Vikander, who just got uh coming off her Oscar win for um uh Danish Girl, mm. um she was also in Ex Machina, she was in uh, the Man from U.N.C.L.E., she's really an up and coming actress and she's phenomenal. Uh, she has been cast in Tomb Raider as Laura Croft. Good for her. I think she'll. I think she'll do well. I'm, I'm I, excited for her. I honestly would have liked to seen Daisy Ridley more, but I'm okay with Alicia Vikander.
0: Oh. Yeah, no, that's what I was saying by good for her.
1: Oh. Yeah,
0: so. um uh, no, look, I mean, I, I get that, you know, the thing about Hollywood and, and, you know, casting and stuff, you have to get the right person for the right role. We had, we had this whole conversation, um, of course, with Han Solo and all this right. stuff. And, um, you know, you, you get who you, who you see in the, as that role, right? Um, I would have loved to see Daisy Ridley as Laura Croft because, you know, you get Star Wars, right? And then you, you stay with the geek, you know, yes. you, you get, you get your geek cred on, uh, with Laura Croft. Oh, how badass would that be? She would make an awesome Laura she Croft. She would be a very good Laura Croft. Um, and as, and as someone who played the first eight games of that, of that, um, well, I mean, there's not eight, but I'm being you know, hyperbole, but, um, uh, I don't, I'm not familiar with this girl. so She would be great.
1: Yeah. And honestly, there were three or four people I think, if any of them had been cast, would have been great. Yeah. These you know, Ridley. Alicia Vikander, I'm okay with Rebecca Ferguson, who played the female lead in yeah. um, uh, Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation, which I just rewatched again last night, and it definitely holds up. I okay. I, I when I watched it earlier this year, I, I called it my favorite Mission Impossible movie and one of my <laughs> favorite action movies of the year. It definitely holds up, and Rebecca Ferguson holds her own cool. against Tom Cruise. I haven't seen it. Um, check it out; it's really good. Um, Justin Lin, who we just talked about. Um,
0: oh, we were talking about this
1: a couple episodes ago, or last a uh, real review, because he's directing. Star Trek Beyond, and he right. comes from the Fast and Furious uh, universe. Um, he is uh, now confirmed to be working on a Space Jam sequel with LeBron James. Well, and we were we were talking about the Space
0: Jam sequel, right? We knew it was um, in the works, and we knew LeBron James, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, they
1: were obviously, you know, putting it towards him. Although, honestly, it wouldn't be bad to do it against Steph Curry too.
0: Oh, Steph Curry!
1: But I think LeBron James has the veteran yeah. heft now.
0: Yeah, we'll give give Curry some time. Uh, Fast and Furious Eight. Has started production in Cuba.
1: Yeah, which I think is interesting because they've actually already. Oh no, they were in the DR. Well, I mean, they were in the Dominican Republic for part of so. four, and yeah. uh, in the uh, interim movie in between three and four. Um, but they've never been to Cuba, and I think this is really cool because I really like how, um, the Fast and Furious movies actually tend to pick very politically interesting places, places. to go. I and mean, Cuba like,
0: is definitely that.
1: Yeah, in in the last movie, they went to Dubai. Okay. Which is very important. Oh yeah, for sure. So, um,
0: Stephen King's "It" gets a release date finally,
1: and it is,
0: and it is. <laughs> I like <how> I did <laughs> that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. Uh, it is September eighth, two
1: thousand seventeen. Ah, so we're only about a year and a half away.
0: Um, or a, year, a little less. Not going to that movie. Okay, so Sherlock Holmes <laughs> three.
1: Stephen King fan, you're not going to the theater for that.
0: Not, I refuse to that movie. Uh, Sherlock Holmes 3 is to be written by James, uh, Coyne. Is that how he said it? Yeah.
1: And James Coyne is. Oh, I Oh, Man he 3. did, uh,
0: Puncture Wounds, Viking Dome. Oh, no, it's originally written by. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what he's done. That's weird. Interesting. That's all we got.
1: All right. Well, it looks like the script was originally done by the guy who did oh, Iron Man 3,
0: which was Drew Pierce.
1: Right. And so James Coyne has. Okay. Basically punched it up.
0: Okay. All right. Well, there we go.
1: And I'm okay with because, you know, scripts go through multiple hands nowadays. Totally. Uh so,
0: as we said, Daisy really got cast in the Holocaust drama The Lost Wife.
1: And I'm I'm actually okay with her it's making fun. this decision because she's uh already done basically the biggest movie you can do. Yeah. I mean, she's doing her Star Wars movies, and then she's uh, doing a sci-fi follow-up with JJ Abrams. And now she's getting her her street credit in. I mean, her uh um, sure. Her acting credit.
0: For sure. Um, back to Stephen King, the dark tower, uh, Catherine Winnick is cast as, in the dark tower. And we've gotten, this is already about, this is about filming time like this is going to be happening pretty quickly. Yeah, quick and here.
1: we were actually already talking about the and I think we'd actually mentioned her in talks for being considered mm-hmm. because the the She's the, from Vikings. Right, exactly. The Gunslinger doesn't actually have much of a female lead. Right. Um and we were talking about how are they going to That's right. really tie this in? Um and so um, um it looks like she So what
0: they're saying is there's no word on her character yet, but curious uh many have announced uh sorry many of the announced characters are the ones who appeared in later books like five six and seven right um and i like i said i'm gonna go back on a binge and listen to all those uh i love those books yeah but,
1: but it's already got Matthew mcconaughey and idris alba in yeah it's and be so great. they're gonna be the temples and so it's cool that they're gonna start fleshing out with uh with people that um may- maybe not have a name yet but are really good actors
0: so let's go back and talk about the rock for a minute just for a minute
1: yeah we've got a couple of different news here uh
0: He's doing Jumanji.
1: Yeah, we we talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago that we were talking about that uh The Rock and uh Kevin uh Hart were yeah, being considered. But he's officially Jumanji. signed on now. The Rock is officially on. They haven't talked about Kevin Hart yet, but I'm actually, I'm okay with this. No, that's going to be fine. I'm
0: less fine with this, but this is going to be a thing no matter what.
1: Yeah, well, we already <laughs> talked that Baywatch is a thing, and we already know that you don't want to have anything to I don't new with it. like it. And The Rock's already been on board, but it looks like uh, uh <laughs> they're bringing back Pamela Anderson. Come on, bro. Now... The thing is is she going to be playing her same character of CJ or Could I think she? It's CJ. Could
0: she be? She's a thousand.
1: She is like a thousand.
0: <laughs> um I'm sorry. I I'm just I'm knocking it because it's funny and it's going to be fine. But, you know, I saw a picture of them two together. The rock is huge. She looks roughly the same just older. Um so, you know, it is what it is.
1: This next one cracks me the hell oh, up. Oh yeah, this is great. Uh Paramount Pictures um who <laughs> Historically, has a whole bunch of great. I mean, Paramount Pictures is who uh, released uh, the Indiana Jones movies. Yeah. You know, a whole bunch of stuff. Um, uh, Godfather, I believe, were Paramount Pictures. Um, they have also released the Transformers. <laughs> Transformers, and it looks like trans—they're getting sued because Transformers Four did not have enough product placement. It's the best thing ever. And I'm thinking, wasn't all the Transformers movies nothing but product placement?
0: I mean, not only is it not only selling toys. But it's also selling cars, and Dodge it's also Chargers selling everything under the sun.
1: I mean, I think every single time Bumblebee changes into yeah. a car, you see the Dodge symbol.
0: I mean, I think that's in the contract.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a Dodge Charger. It was a, a Chevy Corvette. Mm-hmm. One or the other. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. You see the symbol. Yeah. It's like, come on.
0: Uh, So that's funny. Uh, These last this last couple yeah, things here. Um, I like this because, okay, so yoga hosers. Uh, is the next in the Canuck trilogy for yes. Kevin Smith. Uh, the Starring first, the, his,
1: his daughter and Johnny Depp. Yeah.
0: Star. The first being Tusk. And now we have, uh, um, Harley Quinn and Johnny Depp's, uh, daughter playing, Literally. uh, Lily playing these, these, the, the clerks, basically the female clerks, right? They're, they're right? the Colleen's. Oh, that's amazing. So they, as Kevin Smith does, and I just recently heard this, was it was on Babylon. I was talking about the NPA rating. Yeah. Uh, they came back, the MPAs came back and said, Oh, no, it's rated R. And it's right. like, Uh, no, dude.
1: <laughs> All because of a drawing of balls <laughs> on a picture. On Johnny Depp,
0: which well, is funny. N- not
1: on Johnny Depp. On, on a, a picture, picture. of Johnny of Depp, Johnny Depp yeah. on a book cover.
0: Oh, that's amazing. So, uh, he was about to fight it. Like he's fought, he's overturned, you uh, know. Zach for, and
1: Mary. Uh, one uh, of the other
0: ones, uh, wasn't, Ma- not Mallrats. Uh, Clerks. There was another one that was supposed to get NC 17.
1: Uh, Clerks and Zack and Mary were supposed to be NC-17. Okay, that's right. He talked them both down to R and... Uh,
0: There's a an third one. I can't remember.
1: That was originally R and they talked it down to PG-13.
0: Right. Uh, oh, Jersey Girl?
1: Jersey Girl. Jersey Girl. Yes.
0: Uh, so Jersey Girl. So all those three got changed and he's like, oh, I'm ready to go in. Ready to go in for the fourth one. If you listen to the latest Babylon, he tells the story, which is actually kind of funny. But long and short of it is... Um, they got back to him and were like,
1: the day before he was yeah. supposed to go in.
0: They're like, Oh, so is this the movie that you were submitting? And then he's like, Yeah, this is the movie.
1: And you'll sign an affidavit as such? <laughs> yes.
0: And he's like, Yeah, this is the movie I submitted. Uh, I'm ready to fight you. And they're like, Oh yeah, no, it's PG 13. That's fine.
1: Yeah, it shouldn't have been an R.
0: <laughs> and so it's going to be PG 13. Again, it's a movie for teenage girls. Uh, this, I'm very excited about this movie. Yeah, um, I, I really want to see it. It's going to be terrible. Oh, absolutely. But Garmin's in it. Smith's in and it. it's gonna be great. Dude, did you I, see the, the
1: picture of, of Smith as the bratwurst? Oh yeah.
0: Oh, it's gonna be great. <laughs> no, they're they're called uh, um bratsies.
1: Bratsies, that's right.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be great. It's hilarious. Uh, um,
1: and hopefully we will see it uh, July seventeenth.
0: Uh, hopefully. Because. Because
1: um, I was giving you a setup, man.
0: Uh, I know. I like the I like the segue. He is doing a tour. And he's taking yoga hosers before it premieres officially. He's going to a bunch of cities and premiering it, doing Q and A after. He's going to San Jose and he's going to San Francisco, which is, you know, a few hours from us. So we are gonna hit one of those two dates we're hoping.
1: Right. He's uh the it's set for a July twenty eighth release, which is the week after San Diego Comic Con. Um so and and since we have tickets,
0: I mean we're going to Comic Con uh on the twentieth. Uh the seventeenth would make the most sense, which we'll is kind of make it a longer week, maybe. Mm-hmm. We'll go out to San Francisco and do that. Well, will not like we're working. So. Well look, I'm out I'm I'm done. I'm not working at that time. <laughs>
1: no, we're oh, out of school.
0: I'll play some golf in between, it'll be great. Uh school's out for summer. Exactly. So we're hoping to be able to do that and report back for the show. It'll be great. Okay, so some merch and before we get out of here, finally, after two hours, uh Legend of Zelda. Sure okay. So, okay. So there are two things in here that are gonna go very quick. Legend of Zelda, it has official cosplay accessories that are, they're releasing and, and, uh, Factory Entertainment unveils Suicide Squad Harley Quinn roleplay, uh, weapons. I think this is very interesting. And the reason I put these two stories in here is because we are deep. We're getting very deep into con season right now. And, and to have officially sanctioned, uh, you know, cosplay, Items to purchase, I think is really important for people who want to cosplay the highest quality stuff and be like, you know, endorsed by the companies, I suppose.
1: Yeah. The one issue I have with this is, is this just one step up from Halloween costumes? Well, because, I mean, and honestly, I have no problem with that. Not but really. One of the because great things about the cosplay uh, is that they're crafted. Is that they're crafted no, by I get the it. fans.
0: I get it, but at the same time there's a lot of people that just want to buy stuff.
1: Right, which I mean and, and don't get me wrong, I mean this this all comes up with the whole five first thing because a right. lot of that is crafted, but there's mm-hmm. certain guidelines you have to meet. And so sometimes people just buy their gear. Yeah, no,
0: I'm 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 totally with you on it, dude. And I think people who are watching these people cosplay aren't gonna care. But oh, the no. people who are purchasing this stuff, they're either gonna be like, Okay, I need a quick costume or I I think don't you- know how to make the stuff,
1: right? I think it'll get more people into cosplaying, which yeah. is always a plus.
0: Yeah. Um. And I think that's kind of what I was thinking on that. Is right. because for me, if I'm going to cosplay, I'm not making a thing.
1: No, because we just don't, don't have time.
0: How, I don't know how we don't and we don't. I don't know how to do it. And I w- either give it to me, or I'm not doing it. Which right. is why I only wear awesome t-shirts when I cosplay, and I don't cosplay. I just wear awesome t-shirts.
1: Okay, I will do a little side My note here. Is awesome. uh, this last week? Um. Chris Hardwick's stand up special, Fun Comfortable, was on Comedy Central mm-hmm. and I watched it and it was flipping hilarious. If you get a chance, watch it. It's really, really funny. But he was talking about a time when he was dating a, a younger woman um a few years back and uh she wanted to dress in onesie pajamas oh, yeah. that were themed, animal themed. Yeah. Right. And he said it was one of the best feelings he ever had because it felt like he was hugged. <laughs> But his girlfriend, so she was dressed up as, like, a pink fox, and he was dressed dressed up as a purple wolf. Oh, that's funny. And they ordered food, and it showed up at the door, but I guess her chihuahua had a seizure at the time. What? And so he comes running out, and he's dressed, like, as a purple wolf, and he's like, what did you do to her dog? And it's
0: it's oh, such a wow.
1: watch the fun, comfortable thing. It's, he is hilarious. Moving on. Moving on. Uh Build-A-Bear. They're doing what they do.
0: They're doing <sighs> yeah. Yoda and more Star Wars stuff. It, here's the thing. I was, I, you know, we haven't done a Bear for the last couple of years with my kids, but.
1: Isn't the thing with Builder Bears that you can tailor make it to what you want to do?
0: Yeah, and but the, the thing they've is, had all these Marvel stuff. They I have, think? they've, they've had all this stuff over, the, you know, and you can buy like clothes that are, excuse me, certain things and stuff like right. that. So, you know, it, it, it is what it is. They're just, they're just getting the Star Wars on. There's going to be some Civil War pop-up stores apparently yeah
1: it, there's gonna be I think it's at 88 different movie theaters and Jesus. I'm actually a little disappointed in this because they're, they're gonna be pop-up stores in the lobbies of right and they're only going to be this merchandise I think it's 11 different merchandise items and they're only available at these stores oh, that sucks um and it's not at our town but would you wait
0: put- you don't're they they're not bringing it to for bragg population six thousand.
1: Uh Are you serious? Excuse me, I think it's seventy one hundred.
0: Okay, well, look, I mean, yeah. <laughs> look calm, day, look calm, day.
1: But the funny thing is, is it is being done at the theater I used to work at for two days <laughs> up in Alderwood, where my mom worked for a number of years. Okay, and so I am going to be sending my family in to go buy me some stuff. Sweet. So I've uh, so we put a a link in the yeah, show notes, the show but notes. it's basically the battle begins. Merchandise. Merchandise Merchandise.com. Okay. And uh, if you go to that website, it doesn't have what the merchandise is going to be, but it just gives you a list of the theaters. Awesome. So uh, check for a theater near you. And, uh, seriously, we would love to see you in uh, in your, in in the, see the Civil War gear. It's really kind of cool.
0: And send it to us.
1: Yes. Segway. Not yet. Just kidding. Uh, Marvel, (laughs) (laughs) I was like,
0: are we done? Marvel, Marvel, one more thing. Marvel reveals a Stark approved special edition Iron Man X-Man one, X, Xbox one. Let me tell you. Okay. Can I just tell you? Yes. Go ahead. I don't have an Xbox one, but if somebody wants to buy me an Xbox one, this is the one I want. Okay. Look how amazing that is. Okay. What
1: I love is is it looks like the, like from Iron Man 2, the suitcase that was the, the thing. Indeed. Now what I'm really hoping and I really don't know is is the um How badass because is. usually the oh no it does have the a disc uh thing on the side. Yeah it's on the side. because I it, would love it to be to a pop out, out door that oh, came out okay. of the uh the uh I see what you're saying. dark reactor.
0: Well although that's not happening, it's still amazing.
1: And uh as as we said, we'd love to hear from you, so why don't you uh take us in out. Uh
0: so yeah, so thanks for tuning in to Usual Podcasts. If you uh would like to contact us, please Send all your comments or questions to theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, and social Network. I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at I'm Will Griggs. iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. Please, uh we've he- we've heard. We 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 hear tell of uh you know, liking and sharing us on social medias and ranking us on iTunes is good. It's So a thing. do it. So it's a thing. And if it's a thing, we want to be part of the thing.
1: Why not belong?
0: I mean, conformity, right? Exactly. <laughs> Moving on. We uh, don't need no
1: magic okay. Sorry. Mm.
0: AudibleTry.com slash usualpodcast. Uh, get a free book on us. And, of course, become a patron. We'll send you some cool stuff. Uh, Patreon.com slash usualpodcast. And, um yeah, man, uh, support us page on our website. Help us out any way you can. We are headed to Comic-Con soon, so any help would be nice.
1: Yeah, and if you uh, guys are going to see Civil War this weekend, uh, tweet us. Tell us uh, if you're having a fun.
0: Yeah, if you're having a fun, you are tuning into the usual podcast. So thanks again. Have a fun. We'll see you all next week. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting to see who would figure out how to put that in there.